Okay. <coughs> Puff, me, 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 <coughs> me, 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 me. <coughs> African Soulmates is a podcast about community, kikis, and of course, Korean dramas. Join us for this week's episode. Right. So, welcome to this week's episode. Today, we're talking about a drama that created a lot of fanfare in 2021 both while it was airing and afterwards. And that drama is Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. So Namsa, can you perhaps give us a summary of the drama before we get into the nitty gritty of the show? Sure. Um, Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha is a show about a dentist who has a practice in Seoul and moves her practice to a small town called Gongjin. And it follows her story as she finds community, um, adjust to living in a smaller community where people are about your business, even when you don't ask them to be, and finding love as well. Um, so Hometown Cha 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 is actually one of my favorite shows um, because of who is in it, firstly. Uh, Mel, can you tell us who is in this show? Yeah, sure. It has some really great actors. It's it's one of those ensemble cast uh, type of shows where there's like so many great actors and actresses. Like I couldn't go through the whole list because they're too many. So I'll just talk about a few. And the first one being uh, everybody's Bay, 2021 Bay before Scandal, 2021 Bay after Scandal um, is Kim Son Ho. He plays the character of Hong Dushik, who is sort of like a handyman, a well-loved guy in the small town that this dentist moves to. And just she, he is the, the, the male lead and the love interest. And then the show just talks, goes, takes us through how they fall in love. And then the female lead is Shin Mina, who is such a fave. She's such a great actress. And she plays Yoon Haijin, who is the dentist. And Shin Mina has a longer acting history than Kim Son Ho. She's acted in great shows like um, Oh My Venus, which we've done a review of, and Tomorrow With You, which is grossly underrated. Please watch that show, guys. And she got really famous from My Girlfriend is a Gumio which was the show that really put her on the map. Kim Son Ho, on the other hand, I think just has a couple of few shows where he's not even the main actor or the male lead. So I won't even go into that. This was his first show as the first male lead. So it was exciting to see him um, shine through that. Yeah, so those are the actors. I can't go through the ensemble cast, guys. There's like so many actors and actresses I think it'll come out as we have the conversation but just what were your guys's initial thoughts like what was what's your first review of hometown cha-cha-cha what did you think about it I thought it was excellent um but maybe in the lead up to to the drama coming out I remember just being excited to see these names as the you know the leads for the drama but also wondering hmm are they really going to bring that fire, that heat, that chemistry that we're looking forward to in a, a romantic drama? Drama, And then, you know, it starts off as the super, 
like it's chill, it's happy go lucky. And then at some point, you know, things take a turn and it got really serious. And, you know, the themes that were coming out for me were unexpected, maybe because I wasn't really following what social media discourse was saying about this drama. And so there were many just plot twists and turns that took me by surprise. And how it ended is not how I thought it would be right when we started out. And yeah, so I just, I thought as far as dealing with issues of, you know, grief, guilt, loss, healing, the drama did such an incredible job. And um, I found myself often just wanting to be in Gongjin, you know, let me go to this small town, um, this small seaside town and hang out with these people. Could they be my friends? Maybe, maybe not. They're all up in my grill. There was just something so engaging and so inviting, I should say, about the the stories of of these people. Um, so yeah, my my initial when I look back on my experience of watching Hometown Cha Cha Cha, I'm like, wow, that really that really did something for me in 2021. Especially because all along, well, there was a, a period where it felt like we weren't getting exciting dramas and then it came and I just thought yes you you may have saved 2021 <laughs> um, but what did you think um, Namsa? I absolutely loved hometown cha-cha-cha I and everyone is gonna know that by the time this episode is over um, but I do want to say episode one was a little weird and if I had just gone on episode one I was not gonna like <laughs> I wouldn't have known to that it would have been the best show for me just from episode one. Because episode one, do you guys remember? Episode one had us being like, mm, what's happening here? Why is he unnecessarily rude? Like, it felt a little bit all over the place. Um, and I remember thinking, this is going to work. <laughs> so, but what helped me continue was you guys, I think, were a, a few more episodes ahead of me um, and had managed to push past and you told me to stick at it and it's amazing um, and that you wait for every episode. And so then I carried on. So I do want to say if there's anyone who is has only watched episode one and they're like, Ugh, the ghetto, please know that it gets better and better. No jokes. But as for the show itself, I... I echo Nolizwe. It was for me, it was the best show for 2021 for me. Um, I think I was in like a K drama slump. No one ever talks about it. I was in a K drama slump <laughs> and I was just struggling to find a show that I could connect with. And then Hometown Cha 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 came and it was everything. My knight in shining armor. Um, it was everything. It was lighthearted, it was funny, it was serious, it was good storytelling, great acting. And um, and I enjoyed watching mature adults, I think, just walk through the motions of relationships and relating to each other. It was just like mature. So those are my initial thoughts. Mel, what about you? Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Like, I remember texting Noli and being like, episode one, eight, it's just like, I don't know what they're trying to do here but it's not working and I think it's because they were trying to really lay the foundations of the show by creating a dynamic between um uh Hygen and Dusik that we 
didn't really understand like he was just he just came off as aggressive for no reason and we didn't have a real reason for that except for trying to make this like a attention love hate type of relationship so I thought it would be forced for the rest of the season and I was like this chemistry ain't it I remember being like this cast is too good to be true I don't see or sense the chemistry between these two guys like I was guys I was so skeptical of our hometown cha-cha-cha also who names their show hometown cha-cha-cha what like what's the cha-cha-cha for I just had questions and doubts um but I was so um happily surprised as each episode went on it got better and I honestly think that's the best type of show rather than it being like amazing first episode and then going downhill hello Vincenzo um I really prefer when it's it starts off like hmm this is interesting and then by the time you get to episode 15 you're like wow this is it this is fire um and in addition to the two leads the other characters were just hilarious like Noli was saying I just wanted to live in that town and eat their seafood and just live a good life Jay I was so about it right just going to Gongjin and just hanging out eating seafood sounds like a plan and also like gossiping is endorsed there (laughs) so you're just just allowed to be in everybody's business under the guise of we're a community and we care about each other (laughs) anyway um but so I think we've just all touched on it a little bit but I do want to know specifically if there's anything else what did you guys like the most about this show I I think just coming back to to the characters and how authentic they felt how relatable they felt you know it's like this again this idea of a community there are people who genuinely care for each other they they annoy each other by being all up in each other's business, right? But they, there's just, a, I was convinced, right? I was convinced that these are people who know each other and um, have been in each other's lives for a long time. They're very protective of one another. And um, so I just enjoyed seeing how that played out. And, and I think that's what helped to carry a lot of the themes across, right? So this, this idea of... Um, someone's or you know their individual experiences of of grief of loss whatever the case may be the idea that this community band bands together banded together to um enable healing for the different characters i think that's something that i really appreciated about this drama yeah mel what about you what did you like most I definitely liked the relationship between Haijin and, and Chi Fong. That was Du Six's other name. They called him Chi Fong because he's like the, the local chief. I don't know. It's one of those towns where the locals all have roles, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But the relationship, I thought after the awkwardness of episode one, just like they were just so sweet together and showing that sweetness and it felt it like Nomso was saying it felt mature um the way that they they the relationship evolved like I remember they showed the conversation after the first kiss we never see that in k-dramas we see the first kiss and then all of a sudden like we see 
them now in the relationship but they still don't touch each other which is so weird because everybody knows after you kiss someone you're now comfortable to hold hands and all of that stuff so it felt uh, yeah and they would they had skinship they would touch each other and hug all the time and express that they were happy to 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 hug each other and see each other and they had tough conversations like I love how when Chief Hong was being cagey about his past and his feelings, like Hyjin asked him, like, bruv, we're in a relationship. Like, what's actually going on with you? She was also trying to be respectful and patient and wait for him to, to open up to her. But she was also very clear that, like, I'm your girlfriend. We should be having these conversations if there are things going on with you. And just showing what a character who has serious trauma, Chief Hong has serious trauma. You talk about dating someone with baggage. Um, and Hyjin has like surface, she's got two kg baggage and Chief Hong has got like 60 kgs. So just seeing that play out as well, I thought, was just like amazing how she decided to handle that and be there for him even though he was actually really broken that's what i enjoyed their relationship (laughs) not the baggage (laughs) 2kg versus 60kg (laughs) you know melissa (laughs) but guys didn't you have so much baggage guys like he couldn't even, like, that guy was crying when he was drunk. He was crying when he was sleeping. He was crying when he was standing alone. Like, if that ain't baggage, then who? I don't know what it is. And that's the thing, right? Because at the beginning, you just think, here's this guy. He's so extra. You know, he's the, everyone loves him in this town. And he just, yeah. And then all of a sudden these things start coming out and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like he wore, he wore his happiness so, so well, right? Or at least that facade of happiness so well. And then boom, drops all that baggage on us. Yeah, it was wild. It was quite wild. Um, Namsa, what did you like most about Hometown Cha Cha Cha? Well, first I want to say that Yoon Haijin also had her baggage and it manifested in another way where she was like a porcupine. Um, so while Chief Hong was ready to be like, everything's great and everyone can hug me and everything is great while staying on the inside, she was like, nobody touch me, everybody stay out of my business, I don't care. Um, I come from a big city, we don't roll like this. And then when she, when everyone finally got to you, realize she's super soft. So she would say things like, she would say things like, you know, I'm not treating this person because they don't want to be treated. And everyone's like, you should treat her because her son wants her to get treated. And she's like, well, if she's going to lie about it, then why should I treat her? She's, she keeps on lying about it. So I'm not going to treat her. And everyone thought that she was quite cold and all of those sorts of things. Um, so I think she did have baggage and it just manifested a little differently. But you're right. Uh, it was different. I wouldn't say 2 kgs to 60. I would say maybe 10 to 60 because she also had her mom issues um growing up and then in terms of what I liked about the show my favorite thing about the show was Kim Sonho's acting his micro facials Kim Sonho he acts with his eyes and with his 
face, like micro expressions. He doesn't have to gesture wildly in order for you to understand he's hurt. He, neither does he have to gesture wildly for you to see that he is in love. He doesn't have to do all these weird things like grab her suddenly and, and you know, hug her from behind and all of that stuff. <laughs> all he does is like wear the expression well on his face. And for me, that was my favorite thing about the show. Like on top of everything else you guys have said, I just thought he did that brilliantly. And I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. Like you could just watch him act all day. Your place that mention. No, that was that. So like such valid points. Uh, I, you're actually right about hygiene. She, she had her baggage and it manifested very differently, which was just interesting to see how trauma manifests itself, right, in different people and how two, two characters who had opposite, the complete opposite way of dealing with their problems were able to come together and actually that worked to, to the advantage of their relationship. That was so sweet, man. Those guys were just, ah, I, I just used to wish I was just a fly in their relationship, just watching them be lovey-dovey it was it was great um and as for Kim Son who's acting oh my gosh he really needs to win an Oscar I'm so sad that the scandal that he had with his real life girlfriend just derailed derailed his career guys relationships sometimes are not worth it just focus on your job <laughs> Melissa please. what what <laughs> I mean, listen, obviously life isn't, isn't about, you know, the struggle Olympics or trauma Olympics, right? So yes, people carry different, different weights of, of baggage. Um, but ultimately it's like, what work, what work are you doing or who are the people around you that help you to, um, to offload that baggage? So, you know, I appreciate what you're saying about, despite their different experiences in life, they're still able to come together and work through it in their relationship. And yeah. And I hope those lessons help him, you know, in, in real life. So, okay, we've talked about the things that we loved about Hometown Cha Cha Cha. Now I'm curious to hear from you, what didn't you like so much about this drama? Mm, that's such a tough question. I don't know if I, I didn't like anything. Like every character, even the the supporting cast had a, a story arc, which I loved. And you were invested in their story. It's not like it was just, you know, sometimes you fast forward those little stories and you're like, ugh, boring. But yeah, I was really invested in the little stories that all the characters had, which I really thought was well told. That's not answering your question, Noli. Ha! I got it. I know what I did not like, but I think they did it the best they could, which was the love triangle. I hate love triangles so much because I don't think that love triangles really exist in real life. I think most people, if you find out that the person you like, like someone else, you like bow, bow, bow out gracefully. You're not trying to fight for nobody. And this maybe is just my friends, but in the streets that I roll, nobody's fighting for no one. So anyway, this love triangle with uh, director Han, Director G, yeah, uh, who was a childhood 
not childhood, university friend of Hyogen. He comes to the town and he's directing this reality show and he also likes her. And then we have a little, you know, you know, ugh, fight for her. And I think they resolved it well because he ends up friends with, with Chi Fong. But before that, I was just like, this is so boring. I hate love triangles. They add nothing to any story. Nothing. Namsa, what didn't you like about the show? Girl, love triangles. You're right. I was definitely not about the love triangle. And I was glad they dealt with it swiftly. But actually, contrary to what you were saying, Mel, about all the little stories of all the side characters, Sometimes I wasn't always like buying it. Like not everyone needs to have like a little story sometimes. So like, I think for me, the the story about why, um, I can't remember the character's name, but the chief gossiper about why she's in everyone's business. Wasn't that compelling for me? Like, I, I was like, what? So we must forgive, I, I, I don't know. It was just like, so for me, I thought they were just trying a little bit too hard to make the make all the characters have some some sort of a deep story that makes them who they are. Sometimes it's not deep. Sometimes you just like to gossip, hey? <laughs> Nomsa said, I don't care if your child died or gossip is a gossip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> like so because sometimes you just like it like it's not it's not got anything to do with the fact that your child died so for me I was just like I don't know they they just tried because it was the small town thing at some some point I thought they tried a little bit too hard to give all the characters um a sadder story um in the background and sometimes you, you can just be a vibe like it's and it's okay so I think for me that was when I was just like mm, okay all right then I got distracted by all the other things I liked so I can't fault the show shame I hear what you're saying you know even in small towns there are people that you don't you don't have to like everyone just because you live in a small town but also people we should be able to call people out for their problematic behaviors and not just explain them away as in no but this thing happened to them in the past so just try to be understanding you okay noms that's the word. That's the word. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay. So I think the only thing I would add to this list of things we didn't like, which, you know, we're, we're reaching deep for is just some of the tropes, right? The usual tropes that you see in Korean dramas. So the fact that there was some kind of childhood link, or they might have met in the past before it's like, Hmm, couldn't there have been some other way for, for this connection to happen? So it's not that I didn't love it, but I was just kind of like, okay, okay, that's something to fall back on in these K-dramas. But other than that, honestly, there was more good, there, there were more things that I loved about the drama than I disliked, so. Yeah, those are two very good points from both of you. I think I retract. I am Team Namsa and we don't need a, a sad story for everyone. We can just move right along for some people. So yeah. Um, and I guess connected to that, Namsa, who are your favorite characters? Did you even like anyone <laughs> outside of the main couple? Like who did you enjoy watching? Uh, okay okay just because i said i didn't like the side story doesn't mean i didn't like the side characters okay girl don't come for me unless i send for you anyway my favorite characters were 
um, okay, the main couple, of course, loved them. But I also liked um, Pyo Min So and Choi, um, Choi Eun Cho. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering it, but I'm trying my best. Um, but I liked them because they showed us a different way of like, I don't know, courtship, macking, whatever you want to call it, because we really had slow burn love happening in the background there with the main characters but these two they were always like very upfront and just like calling a spade a spade and like I loved how um I love how Miss Mison like she just she knew she liked this guy she said it upfront no jiggy jiggy you know did we kiss didn't we kiss like she just she said it up front and I loved that. Um, I loved Miss Gamry. She was like the village gogo or the village grandma. She was just wise and kind and knew when to make it your business her business and knew when to stay out of it. Yeah, I loved, uh, there was actually, I loved all the characters, like the way they, uh, the teenagers, the little kids. Okay, let me stop stealing names for you guys to say. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you, Noms. Actually, my favorite was also Yoon Hae-jin's best friend, um, Pyo Mison, who also just drops everything to come live and work with her in, in Kongjin. She was just a, a baddie, you know, she shot her shot, she went after what she wanted, and didn't necessarily subscribe to these gender norms, right, around who who's a provider, who's not, whatever the case may be. That's why she was uh, such a standout character for me. Like you, I liked all the characters, but those are the reasons that made me think, okay, okay, she's a vibe. She's a whole vibe. Yeah, I agree with you. She was definitely an endearing character throughout the show. But I actually remember the character that I didn't like. I did not like Oyun, the pub owner. Do you guys remember that? The, the dad who was a singer? I don't know if it was the actor or the character, but it was just over the top. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Some annoying tendencies, like, bro, one hit wonder, whatever it was, like, just dial it down a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I thought his scenes, like, I remember the first cringe scene where Hyogen says she's talking to Misan about how annoying he is and she's on the loudspeaker. And the whole town hears her. And, you know, as Loki, like, yes, girl, give this man some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly. <laughs> he's annoying. Jeez, he's so annoying. I also struggled to like Chief Hong in the beginning. I thought he was a little bit cocky. Like, I'm the cool guy on the streets. Everybody needs my help, you know, um, even though I'm unemployed. Everybody thinks I'm cool because I can build tables with my hands. So I was a bit annoyed by that. But then he ended up being my favorite character as we went along. Because I was just like, wow, he's just, he's just carrying a lot. And probably that's why he is the way that he is. <laughs> Had to start somewhere. It makes me wonder about people. Like, what, what do we look out for when we first meet people, right? What kind of impression do they make? Um, what are the things that immediately come up as red flags for us? And are those things that prevent us from getting to know otherwise amazing people? <laughs> but you know, that's a conversation for another day. I mean, that's so deep. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
How are you gonna just drop that and be like next? Oh right. I, right now, sir. Like I'm now reflecting on all the people I've met that I cancelled after they did something annoying. Cause I would have cancelled Chifong immediately. But that's why we say, you know, if we treat these K-dramas as characters, we're always like episode one isn't the one to go by, you know, we, let's let's give it a chance, you know, maybe two episodes, maybe three, but certainly not five, six episodes. By then, it's clear that this is what this this person slash this drama is about and keep it moving. Oh, Mel, so funny. The way you said you would have canceled Chief Hong from like five seconds in um, I was the same for Yoon Hai Jin. I didn't like her. I was just like, what? What? I actually would have canceled her as well. Like, I was just like, I don't know. And I remember I even said it on Instagram with the soulmates. I was like, how do you guys feel about Yoon Hai Jin? Because, ooh, I mean, I was just like five seconds in. I was like, ah, shim, sweetie, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went on to give the performances of the year in your books. <laughs> Oh man, no, that drama, mm, it, it gave, it gave a lot. So, you know, just thinking about the drama as a whole um, and the genre it sort of falls into, what do you think about this type of healing drama? I think it heals. Honestly, I felt, you guys, you know, you know, when you had a good cry, that's how I felt at the end of hometown, cha-cha-cha, like, all that angst that was that was building up in Chi Fong, when he also released, I also released like, who, you guys, I cried. The episode where he, they, they talk about exactly where his pain is coming from and his trauma is coming from. I was just like weeping and it felt so good at the end of it. And just knowing that, people out there have real problems. Like people are going through the most, mostest. And I kept thinking about it's okay to not be okay. Cause that's the last sort of healing drama as well that we, that I think we watched. And like, it was interesting how both of them had gave almost the same feeling, but I, I felt definitely a little more satisfied at the end of hometown cha-cha-cha. That's so deep. And I, yeah, I completely agree with you. It took me back to those other dramas where it's like, wow, why is this, why is this sitting in my heart? Like it's just lodged there and making me think deeply about, <laughs> you know, people in my life, the things we go through and just, yeah, what, what helps to keep us going as well? Um, Namsa, what, what do you think about healing shows? Is there anything you would add to what Mal has said? Yeah, wow. I agree with you, Mal. Um, I also cried a lot in the show and um, it was very like cathartic. Um, I think for me, what struck me as well about healing, it almost, it almost, almost was a, a response to K-dramas as well. <laughs> like, Sometimes um, the healing that we need to go through sometimes when we watch K-dramas. Um, and what do I mean by that? I'm just all over the place. But what I mean is there's a specific scene where Haijin says to Chief Hong, she says, I've had to think about all your issues. 
Um, and we're expecting that she's going to break up with him. And I'm sorry, spoiler. <laughs> and we're thinking she's going to break up with him. But instead she says, um, I can see you're dealing with stuff. And I've decided you can deal with that stuff in this relationship. You don't have to be apart from me to heal fr from it. And I thought that was so interesting because we always have this narrative of you're toxic, you need to deal with your issues, go see this and do that. And then come, don't come for me, you know, deal with your issues. And, um, and I don't know what voice that was, but this, I found this to be so interesting and so healing as well when there's these, these words and, and another famous thing that she says, well, at least for me, I, I'm saying they're famous, is she says, you can cry with me. When you're with me, you can show your pain. My goodness, I fell apart. <laughs> because it's this thing where, you know, someone provides a space where they say, when you're with me, you can show your pain. I thought that was one of the most beautiful lines I've ever heard. And, and it's so contrary to what we're so used to, like, you know, go fix yourself before you come to me. Um, <laughs> so I, I love that. And I think, yeah, this show was really good at creating safe spaces or even for the for, for the viewers to express themselves um, and for the actors to find peace. Your Namsa, I agree 100% the idea of extending grace to others and creating room for people to be their full selves, right, with all their mess. Um, but I would say, you know, people still got to put in the work on themselves, not everyday burden. Okay, not burden. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, that's controversial. And I'm talking about men specifically. Do the work. Don't just go through women so that they can heal you. And now they've taken on your trauma <laughs> and can't move on in life. But no, no, that's a different tangent. I, I didn't mean to divert us from, from your line of thinking because I'm with you on that 100%. I actually remember watching the Ellen DeGeneres show and Yvonne Oji was on there and she was talking about relationships and she was like, she wants a man that's ready-made. She didn't say ready-made, but exactly that concept. Like, I'm not trying to raise nobody. I'm not trying to like see your potential. <laughs> like, I want you when you're, when you're, when you're now done, when you're now packaged and it's just, Namsa, it's so deep what you're saying about the concept of having grace for people, because I think in this world of self-love and just, you know, wokeness, we kind of forget that people are just a mess. And like, we saw that, like, Hygen had to go through the most to stay with Chief Farm. Like, I don't know if a lot of women would have been able to do that because he just would not open up like she was just waiting and waiting and he was just like he was even getting aggressive with her in terms of like I don't want to talk about my problems and it's just yeah it's an interesting relationship dynamic and watching them evolve that way was also great wow this feels like it's going into relationship like auntie talks <laughs> Go ahead, Ajuma. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, again, the idea isn't, the, there's an assumption when people are talking about, oh, I want someone who's already, you know, nicely packaged. It's like, okay, but are you? Because it's not a destination. You know, I think it's, we're constantly on a journey of, of healing every day. Even the people who work really hard on themselves, it's like, you're never, 
okay, let me not say never, but you know, it's thinking that we have a point where we can finally say, okay, I'm good now. You know, I'm good and ready and perfect for someone who's similarly good and ready and perfect. It's like, mm, this is how we gonna stay single and unloved or without love people to receive our love <laughs> for for so long people are never we're never like hundreds <laughs> we always yeah yeah and it's like you might think you're good and then something will happen that will trigger who knows what and it's like wait a minute why is this thing still bothering me I thought I was done with this years ago so we just gotta keep on keeping on and show up for for the people we love or that we choose to make space for, right? Because in some cases, someone can come and have all these issues. Not everyone will be like Cajun where she's like, okay, this is the man I'm choosing and I'm going to persist or wait patiently until he opens up. In some other cases, you're just like, actually, I don't have energy for you. So deuces. Wow. Namsa, you really took us down a rabbit hole. Thank you for that. Also, uh, you can listen to our podcasts on relationships available from 2023 <laughs> just kidding <laughs> okay guys i think we we spoke about quite a lot i think maybe the last couple of things will come out when we give our rating so what were you guys feeling in terms of korean fried chicken which is our rating scale to any new listeners we give uh the dramas we review uh korean fried chicken one chicken if we think that it wasn't so great and five Korean fried chickens if we think that it was a fantastic show. So what are you guys thinking? Noli, what would your rating be? Honestly, hometown cha-cha-cha gets five five pieces of KFC for me because it was it was cast really well. The acting was so good and um, authentic for me. I was drawn into their story and I think the any any little issues I might have taken with it, you know, for example, the tropes and everything, just weren't enough for me to be like, ah, no, that was whack. So it's almost like from beginning to end, or at least once the momentum had picked up for me, they they carried me through right until the very end. So it's a five, a five for me. It's also a five for me. Uh, I really... It's interesting. It's not a show that I would ever put in my top 10 list or anything like that. But definitely after the show, I felt so like, wow, I'm so sad this show is finished. It was like, it was like the feeling you get after reading a really good book and you almost wish you hadn't read it so that you can read it again. Um, and that's how I felt about Hometown Cha Cha Cha. I felt really satisfied at the end as mentioned earlier and like just every episode I was like really excited to see every single episode like what's coming what's gonna happen like and they really kept us on our toes in a compelling way about Chief Fong's trauma like I thought that the way that they kept it away from us as viewers but it was it didn't feel like a plot device it actually felt like it wasn't the right time for him to share share his trauma, I thought was amazing. And the acting, like Shin Mina can cry, guys. Like if you if you all haven't watched her shows, 
that lady always be working with some trashy men that make her cry and they always make her cry whether they leave her they all leave her actually they leave her and they don't they decide not to be their full selves around her and she's left just broken and crying and she perseveres and waits for these trashy men so i think she's just a great actress in this specific type of romantic healing drama um and like namsa mentioned kim sonho's acting is just it's amazing and i really i really wish him the best and i hope that he's able to overcome the scandal cuz the world needs to see a lot more of his micro expressions namsa what was your rating my rating for hometown chacha is a 5 korean pieces of five pieces of korean fried chicken yeah yeah that five pieces five out of five for me um and it's it's where where i had issues they made up for it for just having an excellent show and they made really good use i want to just shout out they made really good use of this um device of putting in a a scene at the end after you know the, the episode is finished they'll put a scene at the end that kind of like shows us a flashback or something something that happened that we didn't quite catch like a secret camera almost um and that's where we first see chief hong cry and it's like what what's happening in this show so because it can yeah because they did that so well you everything so five from here on out it's spoilers and nothing but spoilers Thanks ladies. Are there any spoilers you want to end off the episode with that you were just shocked and just were in disbelief about? I have one. Tell us, Mel, tell us. <laughs> A character that annoyed me so much was Director G's assistant and the one who had beef with Chief Hong because Chief Hong had apparently made his father buy the wrong stocks. I thought that was unnecessary. I thought he like it was his like sorry it was your dad's decision sir like it's not my fault. I yeah, I didn't understand that storyline and I was just like so this is this is it. This is why sir has been crying when he's drunk. I didn't get it. I was just anti. Wait, but <laughs> is he so before who he discovers you know who is the person that he blamed for his father's death he's just there sad because his poor father listened to someone's advice is, is it not that you think about people in finance or whatever and you think these people are just out to make money they don't care about who's affected by it and so he's just like this blame needs to go somewhere and it's about to be you sir <laughs> yeah on one jump We think about it also that way that he had to put blame on someone, but otherwise, like the adults are in charge of their own decisions. Like the dad, and like he he didn't even follow Chi Fang's advice. He did his own thing, and I was just That's like, true. yeah, Chi Fang really carried a lot of stuff that I don't know if he should have been carrying. Carrying, I was just like, sir, you need a therapist right now. <laughs> and along comes Yoon Hyejun I mean Hyejin yeah. wasn't he seeing someone there's someone he was seeing about his he nightmare was. 
Mm. Oh, she was what an like an unhelpful therapist then because <laughs> that, that guy was not healing <laughs> no but maybe he had made progress if you think about what he must have been like when he first returned to Gongjin to now being this super smiley super helpful this and that kind of guy maybe it was baby steps and then Yoon, Yoon Haejin gave him even more impetus to work through those issues already before losing her you're right actually but my spoiler is yes i don't know why they had to kill miss gamry hey why did they have to do that why why will you so like you and make us cry more than we needed to anyway other than that bo sorry I did, i'm not laughing at miss gamry dying i'm laughing at your reaction no, i'm sorry I even forgot that lady died, but you know that that episode was was deep. Yeah, I had tears in my eyes. They didn't necessarily necessarily drop, but they were there. Thank you for joining us this week on African Soulmates. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify and Google Podcasts so you don't miss new episodes every other week. If you enjoyed what you heard. Tell a friend about the show and introduce us to a new soulmate. Mm-hmm.